Got you up there. there you go, Sona's charm. Visit her and experience the charm. Experience the charm. Yes. Right. Experience the charm. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm your girl, Spice Divas. Um, lately, since we did the Red Lip Talk, I started saying I'm the marketing diva. Uh-huh. Um, because there's so many things. I did that shimmy with it. Because <laughs> there's so many things that um we have done as far as marketing with Spice Divas Beauty Bar. But, um, you know, again, you can find me at Spice Divas Cree. Spice Divas Beauty Bar. You can visit SpiceDivasBeautyBar.com. And when you see that, you will see actual my actual uh, lip line. You see I got my blingy lips on. Uh, and um, you would actually see the lip line. Um, the uh, a, a lot of people have been asking about the lip uh-huh. lipstick. They came in the salon looking for it this week. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to restock and have more soon. Good. So, um, Good. yeah, hopefully at LSBBA we'll have a lot of them. So that's how you get in touch with us. That's right. Speaking of LSBBA, we have a conference coming up at the end of May, May 27th. Yes. That's a Saturday to that Monday. Yes. So if you are a beauty entrepreneur, mm-hmm. uh, barber, mm-hmm. esthetician, just in the beauty indus- industry altogether, yeah. you need to be participating at this conference as either a student or instructor, but also vendors. We have vendor spots available. Yes. Okay. Yeah, vendor spots. We have, um, so far, we have, I want to say about 10 um, vendors that are already booked, and we only have limited spots. So we have 25 spots as far as vendors. So I want you guys to make sure that you contact me. Um, I'm the trade show director for the vendors. The ribbon cutting will be that 28th. The conference starts on the 27th, mm-hmm. but the ribbon cutting is the 28th. Um, and you get to vent for two days. If you're a non-product vendor, you only get charged $150. 
And if you sell hair products and stuff, it's $200. But you vend them for two days. Right. And not only that, you know, it's in Kenner. You're going to be vending to professionals, barbers, beauticians, uh, students, mm-hmm. um, all the schools, Blue Cliff, Aveda, mm-hmm. all those schools. So you vending for that amount of money. You can't beat that. You're going to make your money back right. probably uh, that day. This uh, is a, a state conference. So yeah. this is the entire state of Louisiana, yeah. and we want you to be a part of it. You know, help the organization grow. Yeah. You know, yeah. put your name out there in the beauty industry and become a household name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want y'all to really be a part of that. Again, um, you 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 um, can contact me. You can contact me on social media. Um, and they had the flyer up. You can contact me on the um Oh my God, rewind it back or go back so you can see the flyer <laughs> so you can get that information. But um, we're very excited about that conference. Um, there's something else. I know we um, we talk about the tea topics. I know we, you know, we have to, we're going to talk about one more event. But I wanted to talk about um, with the tea topics, I really wanted to talk about what's going on in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been getting a lot of blings, a lot of messenger mm-hmm. messages and stuff like that from Dr. Therese. Lisa um, Armstead, as well as Dr. Beverly Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things going on in the beauty industry that you guys may not know about. But if you're a salon owner and you're watching this or are you in a beauty industry in some type of way, or if you just want to help us, um, what's trying to happen is they're trying to dereg- um, uh, what they say, deregulate um, our industry by cutting the hours of um, training that you have to go through school. Usually, a cosmetologist have to do fifteen hours, right? Yes, fifteen hundred right. hours. Fifteen hundred hours, which to me, honestly, is not enough time for all the information that you have to learn right. as is. Okay, right. and I mean, I went to school at night, so my time was actually extended from the nine months to two years. Okay. So, you know, the 1,500 hours is very crucial in learning, especially to prepare yourself for state board because you have, like, a whole, whatever the last of the hours is, all of that is just state board preparation. So, you know, cutting those hours would be so detrimental to the information that we have to learn. You know, people, I mean, some people are just born with, you know, the what the 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 gift, the gift. The gift. there you yeah. go some people born with the gift mm-hmm. i was not born with the gift <laughs> I was not born with the you gift. You born with the gift with, with, with your hands because well, of your makeup and everything well, else. Well, okay, but, I mean, even... As far as hair, when, you mean, Right, basically. but as far as hair. So, in cosmetology, it's mostly hair. You mostly yeah. learn hair. That's true. So, That's true. you know, and there are so many things with hair, so many different types of things that are going on, that we're learning, it's constantly changing. Yeah. Cutting those hours, I mean, it will just apply so much stress to the yeah. students. <laughs> passing those state board no. and then it's 12 and then it's 1200 hours they're trying to um pat you know cut it to and if they cut it to 1200 hours that's going to mean that the people will not be able to get Pell grants for schools so that's going to affect the schools and the number of schools going to close down so what that's going to do that's going to make us not have cosmetologists mm-hmm. you're going to have more in-home kitchen beauticians right 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 more so DIY. it's is <laughs> It's really messing up the whole beauty industry. So if you want to help us, this bill is HB 
470. Um, you can call it already went to it, 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 it derived in the house. So the next step is for us to go to the Senate. The reason the reason I know this, guys, because I'm not a political person. I don't even like dealing with the stuff. But, you know, it. it because of our Louisiana State Beauticians and Barber Association, um, because of the board members and stuff like that, and okay, I'm the trade show director and I gotta be involved. So because they keep calling me, I call my senator today. But I I wound up calling the U.S. Senator. <laughs> and look, so he said, um, what is the um bill, ma'am? I said it's HB four seventy, and I want this to because he said, oh wait, baby, hold on a second. You know, right. I'm going to give you the right person. So it was Mark Kamiri or Kamir is the senator for, you know, the state us. of Louisiana yeah, for us. OK. Gotcha. All right. So um, it's different. It's different people that you have to call um, in different districts and okay. different parishes. Um, so it's within your, your, your district your, in your parish. Yeah. And then overall, who is governs you in that state? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So you would have to like. Google, if you live in Harvey, who is my senator in Harvey? Who do, who do I contact in Harvey? Who Who is my senator in Gretna? What district? Yada, 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 yada that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Okay. So, yes, that bill. I, I, I told Dr. Teresa I will mention it. I'll mention it. <laughs> we mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get on to some multi topics. All right. We want to say congratulations to a young man, New Orleans native, Dennis Barnes. He has set a national record for 125 colleges and over $9 million in scholarships. A New Orleans oh. native, we hear so much negative stuff I about know. our kids, about our communities, and we have had back-to-back, because remember we had the girls from St. Mary's, now we have Dennis, and so we're just so excited. You know, as a young man in this society, that is a great accomplishment. Congratulations, congratulations. Dennis We Barnes. are proud of you, and congratulations to your family. Yes. Because, you know, that means his tribe, his community, they supported did him. supported they did him, excellent. and they did everything they were supposed to do. So congratulations to all of you. Yes. They have that thing that's saying that they say it takes a village. Yes. Um, so that village, whoever was uh, pushing you, Dennis, who, you know, how old is he? Because I might need to hook him up. Well, no, he's I'm just a kidding. senior. He's oh, a high yeah, school he's senior. He's too young for Bree. You know? Okay. You know? Because he's going to have a good future. <laughs> you gonna have, you gonna have Bree in the high seat. Stop. I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> That's wrong. Okay, I just had to throw that in there. But um, another tea topic, we have Wendell uh, Pierce, the actor. Mm-hmm. I, I remember him... Um, the actor, I met him a couple of times, but I remember him, uh, the actor in, um, what's that music? Waiting to Exhale. Oh, yeah, he was in yeah, that. Yeah, he was in Waiting to Exhale. I always remember him from that, from Waiting to Exhale. But he's doing some great, great things in the community. After Katrina, he helped build 75 homes, rebuild homes. Mm-hmm. Um, in Pontchartrain Park. Orleans. Yeah, mm-hmm. in Pontchartrain Park. And you don't hear about that kind of stuff. Right, you know? right, uh, right. So, all we hear about negativity, you know? Mm-hmm. We don't always. hear about that stuff, always, you know? but it's it's great for people who doing big things to give back to their communities, and that's what it's all about. It's great that you know you get riches and you become famous or whatever you're able to do, but you know you gotta reach back. You got to reach back, especially for people that's in time of need. As we see the government, you know, they're going to take care of themselves. They're going to cut costs where they can. Yeah. And if you one of those people that's getting 
lost in the shuffle, you know what I'm saying? It's great that you have people that can stand up and support and still push, you know, push you guys forward. That's right. Because, you know, a lot of people, like we was talking about, they always have a negative um, outlook and a negative thing on New Orleans, but they do have some good people out here and talk about, like, our up-and-coming guests that we have that's doing something in a city about grief awareness. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have people that want to help the community. That's right. We we have people that do that want to do that. It's just that they don't get a lot of spotlight, mm-hmm. um, you know. And I'm excited about her coming on. Her name is Trinette Wilson, yes. and I know they've been seeing us push this flyer, right? Um, and we're excited about her coming on today and being a guest with us today, right? This is gonna be an amazing show, and they get to see our guy what. Terry. Yes! <laughs> yeah, get the he, scenes he behind, behind the, the scenes. scenes, but he gonna step on the couch today for us, y'all. He's a co-host of the Grief Awareness Day, yes. and so you know he's a young man that's in the community pushing for the community, you know. And so we're just happy to be a part of that, you know, a part of people who are out here, you know, fighting for justice, mm-hmm. helping, you know, us, our emotional health, our mental health. Yeah. You know, it, it it's a great feeling to be a part of something positive. Positive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So I guess we, we, we hit all our tea topics. Yeah. Oh, one other tea topic before we go into the next se- segment is that keep Jamie Foxx in your pr- in their prayers. Okay. Um, because... Um, I don't. They say he's doing better, mm-hmm. but um, he's still in the hospital. And okay. I wanted to, to, you know, keep that out there for my boy Jamie Fox. You know, mm-hmm. for Wanda. <laughs> I know. All right. I know. It's supposed to be. Uh, it's supposed to be so uh, giddy. But I worked out today, mm-hmm. so I got my giddy on. That's you know, right. I That's got my positive up. vibe That's on. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we go tell him. Um, Red Lip Talk Podcast. is declared National Steel Body Day. People, it is here. It has arrived. We have 2,500 bottles of this formula that's designed to give you what you need in terms of health, happiness, and healing. People have testimonies already. People have been serviced already. And now we want you to be a part of this blessed experience. Give us a call at 416-5256. Give us a call at 237-4000. And we have a bottle for you. And trust me, this will be the best investment you ever made for your body. You heard it from the truth, the whole truth, Dr. Truth, Dr. Kendra, baby truth. Now, What's up, though? It's the homie Bank Borisite here to let everyone know about the second annual Grief Awareness Day. This is a day to honor parents who has lost a child to gun violence. We are asking our local retail vendors to come out, food vendors and nonprofits to support community economics and healing. This is a worthy cause for our community. Your sponsorship dollars will help us have a successful event. We're gonna have great things to do like a car show, food challenges, balloon releases for our families, and we have special guest speakers to come out and support our families. If you would like to make a contribution or become a vendor, please contact Trinette Wilson at 
888-500-0950. And remember, this is an event that we all together can support to help the grieving families in our community. We need you, yes you, to come out and support. We'll see you there. Hello, somebody. It's your boy, Marlon Big Fade Favorite, and Inside the Trenches podcast is back, baby. We back. Y'all make sure y'all check us out for excellent season, and you can check us out on NewOrleansTalkNetwork.com. Y'all make sure y'all follow me at Big Fade 504. We back at it, baby. We in them trenches. Um, 
Our support of St. Jude, domestic violence, uh, grief awareness, mental mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, just just anything we can put our hands on that the Lord tells us, you know, and I put it in my heart, just go do it. And that's where we are now. So let's go back to you. You said abbreviation. What's the name of the um, association that you just said? It is, and what does it mean? It's LBB Foundation for a Cause. Uh, basically, Labor Rouge Foundation for a Cause. Oh. That's what it says. Yes. Yes, I wanted to say that. So, so you, you said you have kids. How many kids do you have? I have three. You have three. Have so three. you're a mom of three. Yes, I have old children. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's old beautiful to have old children. <laughs> they push me to support me. Like when we were both were in college, Mama, what you oh, great you got to do? No, what you got today? And so that we we do that. I love it. That's love beautiful. It, love it. Love it. Yes. That's beautiful that they're there to push you they, and support oh, you. So supportive. You know, and keep so keep supportive. you on your toes. They do. They That's do. awesome. They keep me on my toes like all day, every day. Yes. Yes. Okay. Love well, it. we happen to have you on to talk about this amazing event that God put in your heart to do. Um, and then I saw that this was your second one. So you did it last year mm-hmm. as well. So it's your second annual grief awareness. Yes. Um, tell us a little about that. I know you, you're looking for vendors and stuff. So what place, what, what, you know, like we always talk about a why. You know, what Ooh. placed it in your heart to do this? What's the why that made you want to do this grief awareness? The why is turning on that TV every day. Mm-hmm. Morning, noon, evening. Yeah. Uh, in the Treme area or, you know, just killing after killing. I used to love watching the news because that's yeah. how, you know, you find out everything. Sorry. But nowadays, mm-hmm. it's, it's sad to even turn the news on. And yeah. it's just, it's, it was just too much. And then I had a family member, um. Not a not a street child, and mm-hmm. and that is how he was taken uh, through mm-hmm. gun violence, and that you know brought our family together a little bit closer. So that made it uh that made it more dear to my heart. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, uh, and a lot of the parents they basically say after a couple months or so, people forget about them. Mm-hmm. So once they forget about them, you know, then of course we have another murder. We, we have some more violence. We have some more crime going on. Whatever's so hot on the whatever's scene. Whatever's hot that on the scene. So I was like, you know what? We can do something about this. I figure if enough of these young children see these parents crying, you know, don't just wait till it's your cousin or your uncle or somebody. I figure if we can we can start up the biggest support network for the parents. Mm-hmm. We could come together more than just National Crime Victims Week or you know, call them. She may not have a sister, the, the, the parent that lost a child. She may not have family. Yeah. Let's call and talk. What yeah. you doing, Queen? Yeah. What you doing today? Yeah. Even even the kings, they have some of the um, the fathers raising kids by themselves. Yeah. I had two honorees at the last one who were fathers. The parent, the mothers weren't there. So um, that is that is basically the basis of what I'm trying to do with with uh, grief awareness, and, and then we're going into the third and the fourth. This is going to be yearly. Yeah. This is yeah. going to be yearly because we, we, I, we can stop this. Yeah. We yeah, can stop what this. What do you think it, it would take for us to stop it? Do you think it's um, community support on some of these single moms, single family homes? Um, what do you think that would stop some of the violence? Because, like, this recent violent that thing that happened was the girl who got shot ten times in the middle of the street. Um, mm. Yeah, on Orleans, and she was with a baby. She in was a with car. A baby in a car. In a car. car. The two-year-old baby was with her, and a year before, two years before that, her sister died from gun violence the same way. I mean, people say they had underlying things going on, but the fact that they killed her in front of her child. child. 
I don't care what she did or what was going and on, the but the fact that you killed her in front of her child. Now the two year old may not remember, um, but it's it's just the the point of it, you know. Sona, it's the point of it. You know, you think about your baby, two years old. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about that all the time. You know, I'm a single parent. You know, a lot of times I'm on the move. I'm an entrepreneur. I have to right. be places. I'm moving at all times of the day and night. You know, I think about my son, my 16-year-old son. He works a job. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes he's waiting for me to pick him up. You know, it's something that con- is on your mind all no. the time. You know, I got to look around my surroundings. I have to teach my children how to protect themselves, who to talk to, who not to talk to, who can I entertain in my company, who I can't entertain in my company because all of those things matter. You never know who's involved with what, who's who's out to get who. Right, right, right. And, right. you know, it's just something in our community, you know, we really need to get back to, you know, loving each other, you know what I'm saying, you know, neighboring, uh, parenting each other's kids, you know what I'm saying? We have to go back. Yes. People don't want to say, oh, that's old-timey, but look, mm-hmm. it, it worked. You know, it helped us. You know, that's what communities do. They look out for each other, the minority communities. They right. make yep. sure they are taken care of and secured. You know, we are now like, oh, I'm, I got me together. You get you together. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's unfortunate and it's devastating us in so many factors. It's definitely devastating us as a culture as yeah. well, you know. Yeah, as a culture yeah. as well. Yeah, it really is. So I'm, you think some community support will stop? Us being together, not just talking about it, but walking about it. Walking, talking. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say of age. Uh, so when I was coming up, there was a community support. You know, now is oh, she's so, you know, she's so into my business. She's so this. Uh, she has right to be into the business. She don't want to see that next child gone. You know, I mean, we used to no, not spank them or paddle them or whatever. But come here, come here. Where you, where you going, baby? Where, where your mama? Let's do that. What's the problem? I'm not going to discipline your child to where he's bruised or hurt or he or she or anything. It's just I'm just concerned. Mm -hmm. I'm just concerned. And if you want to, you know, shout out why you did this to my child, shout out, let's stop this. Let's stop. It can be stopped. It can be stopped. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about grief, uh, like the phases of grief. So I heard there are five phases of grief. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think the parents have the hardest time to deal with? That's a good question. Five are they? Which so one? So I know one is anger. Oh, yeah. uh, one is depression. Oh, depression. Uh, of course, there's sadness, mm-hmm. uh, denial. Mm-hmm. And one more I can't think of. Um, she wants to know, like, the worst stage of it. She said, what do you think the parents deal with the most? You know, I, I would say depression. I don't know. I, ne- I never experienced it. but It's, it's sort of depression because when I have talked to the parents and, they, and, you know, two, three months passed and that child's not here and it's another child gone, they, they're still dealing with anger. They, because sometimes these they're not found. They, they just... On to the next case. So the the parent feel that should be an, that's not enough attention on my child's case. You know what I'm saying? So they're still dealing with the anger and they're still dealing with the depression of the child not being there. You know, like me, my my kids we're, we're all goofy together. You know, so I know how I would react. You know, if my child was it, it would be devastating. So honestly, I think all the phases still attached to them even years later that's how i feel mm. after speaking with the parents after seeing what i see mm-hmm. um Tara, how do you feel? yeah 
Yeah, let's bring you in this conversation, T. That was a question, you know. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know if you mentioned it or not, but as I'm sitting here listening to you talk about it, it's just, I think acceptance because, um, that's because the last one I didn't. I name. think, I think, I think, um, that underlines everything. When it's when you have to instantly accept something like that, yeah, it's different because it's the same old story. And I think I'm sitting here thinking about what are some of the quickest ways someone can die instantly. Like when you leave from out your house, you you never knew you was going to see that person. It's different from being sick. It's different from you know illness will kill you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that instant, oh, this child person is gone. You know what I'm saying? It's it's you gotta accept that. Yeah, because in your and mind you have yeah, to think you have like to process it. You have yeah. to you, you have to process you're never gonna in, interact with this person again. Yeah. And um It was we, unexpectedly. Yeah, we deal with the yeah. bullet part of it. See, it ain't a car wreck, it's not a plane crash, it's not a you know, a, a freak accident. You know what I'm saying? It's the violence of accepting that your loved one and embarrassment. You know, yeah. we got to look at the embarrassment yeah. part. Ooh, like, ooh, ooh. We should be doing this every month, celebrating these families because, the community, because it's sort of like we embarrassed to accept, in, as a community, accept that. First, we got to accept what's going on right. in order yeah. to, you know, fix it. Fix it. Yeah. Be, and and yeah. all of us, if we look at it and we say, if that family member or that, that uh, person from the community got killed, you know what I'm saying? We all need to come together for these families. You know what I'm saying? Right. We all have to accept the fact that that person's not going to be here anymore. And we kind of tend to mind our own business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's I don't, don't, like, don't want to get involved. I'm going to yeah, 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 blind come, my I eyes. give a hug or whatever. But, you know, and, and you know, uh, we got to monetarily get involved with the killing in our communities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the best, act, the best course of action to me is, is money. Point blank, period. Yeah. Where would the yeah. money go? Where, where would it go? We talk about yeah. resources. Talking about All the families. Oh, the, to the families. families. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to the families. You know, the first thing we say in our community is, or oh, did they have insurance? And, you know, the fish fries, and, you know, and all that. We got to change the narrative. But uh, when somebody get killed, we need to step up with our money. You know what I'm saying? And automatic. be like, automatic. It's this like a, it's an automatic thing, like going to church Cause, on Easter. Because if they did have insurance, you know, sometimes the insurance is not, not enough to carry the yeah. family, yeah. you know, even um, even um, with yeah. with you, we talk about you know gun violence with um with 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 young kids and this and that. But what if some if a, in a, in our community if a a, pa- a person passes from an illness, the insurance might not be good enough mm-hmm. or whatever. If you have a certain heart problem or something like that, an insurance company is not going to uh not going to uh, write your policy. Sometimes Absolutely. if it's Absolutely. too late in the game, yeah. if you have a mental illness. Mm-hmm. The insurance company will not, certain yeah, companies will not write you a policy. So that's the type of stuff. So if you have a mental illness and something happens, and your, that loved one, so your loved one is stuck with with not but losing that income and as right. well as, you know, uh, providing you to The grief part of all of this is the most crucial part, though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. ain't, no, ain't no timeline on grief. Mm. And you can't tell somebody how to grieve. You know, so that's really impactful. But again, that, you know, I think it's, it's the, the grief part really impacts you more when it's so sudden. You know what I'm saying? And as a parent, well, that's the worst. That's my worst nightmare. Yeah, me too. Me Having too. Having to see. accept something. Like oh that. Lord. Mm-hmm. I, not 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 just 
um, like out in the world when Brock goes, even like I mentioned that before on the show, I pray over my son, my 14 year old, I pray over him. Even in the morning, every morning, God put your protection over. And I know God heard me the day before, but God, I need to come to you again and tell you to protect him and have him pray for himself. Um, Cause he was even talking about that five-year-old who, uh, who, who they cut up in my, I didn't even realize that the, that she went to a school right across from Brock school. So that's tragedy. Absolutely. Unexpected tragedy. Somebody to bring your child to you in a bucket in front your door in a community that, that, that we wouldn't even think would have that. I think with that situation right there, like, that's a that's a uh, isolated situation that rarely happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that, uh, something like that. I think as soon as I saw that report, I said, "Well, that's going nationwide." Yeah. That's because yeah. that never really happens every day in America. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying? When you're looking at something like that, that's a story they're gonna put on the uh, the uh, unsolved mysteries type stories. You you gonna see yeah. that story again? Yeah. Somebody gonna tell that story again? You yeah. know because. If that's, they don't make a movie about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's how, you know, that's how, you know, like. Demonic. Yeah, the, the, you know, we, when we dealing with murder, it's different forms of it. Yeah. It's not it's not one way to murder somebody. That's, that's why this stuff is really important, you know what I'm saying? Because if we can take away the bullet aspect of someone being murdered in our community, yeah. we'll have a whole lot less people. Now, yeah, some p- kids are going to, people are going to still die. Like, kids are going to drown. Mm-hmm. You know, kids are going to die in car accidents. You know, uh, kids are going to fall off of four-wheelers and die. You know, like, that's a po- that's that's not every day, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yes. like a hand, somebody taking it, really like taking every, every day we looking at the news, yeah. somebody, somebody is killing a child. <laughs> every every yeah. day. When we were small, we used to choke ourselves. Like, you ever did that? You hold your breath and you, <laughs> and they pass out. Yeah. You ever did no. that? Did that? But you ever no, my mama would beat me until yeah, I pass out. Did <laughs> stuff up. If I did that, she would beat me life. and I would pass out if we I did that. It was like, but any any one of us could have never woke up. And it would have been a tragic accident. You know right. what I'm saying? Accident, so right. the law was over us when we was doing that. I would never advise nobody to do that as a game. But we saw that as a challenge on social media, the choke mm. challenge or whatever. But it was holding their breath for a certain amount of time and somebody press on, press on their chest. They'll pass out. Yeah. So, But <clears throat> those are freak accidents. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Someone maliciously, intentionally, Taking a life like that child, you know what I'm saying? Two and three times a day. You know, uh, mm-hmm. or someone act, somebody that killed two or three people in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. and he's still out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. we we got some things we need to deal with. You know, like I said earlier, we got to start spending our, we got to start taking care of each other. You feel me? We got to start acknowledging the families and say, look, don't be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, like. We as a community have to do something about this. We can't keep looking at the politicians. We can't keep blaming education. We can't keep, you know, saying, we can't keep cutting ourselves short and pointing the finger in other places. You know, everybody didn't have an education 50 years ago. Yeah, right. So if everybody didn't have an education 50 years ago, 60 years ago. How did they carry on? (laughs) How did we get here? Right. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, uh, like for me, um, that I pray and I pray that it never hits that close to me. Um, and, and the thing is like, I come from a family from the streets, 
Um, my mom was heavy in the street. She was in the street at 12. My dad, my they had me at 15. My mom and them had me at 15 and 16. My dad was in the streets. You know what I mean? Uh, my dad was a would go in the store and take the whole store. You know, and I'm just being transparent. Like, I came from the hood. I came from the Desire Project. And I have cousins. Um, and I thank God right now, I have male cousins that w- is from the hood. Like, if I have to, I-, I could call them up in a minute. You know what I mean? Like, from the Florida Project, from the Desire Project, around your age, T, probably about your age. But I thank God that we never, as a family, we buried the older people, yeah. like, like their so parents. Uh-huh. Before them, none of their parents had to bury them. And my, on my dad's side, yeah. this is on my dad's side, you know. Um, and and I, I'm shocked of that, but I got a I got an aunt who says every day she prays for all those boys. She hates for them to even come to New Orleans because they in you know another state. But she says she when they come here like for a funeral or whatever, they her nerves get back. And it's my aunt. She pray for all her nieces and nephews every day. And she said when I leave, you gonna be the one that have to pray for everybody when I'm not here. Cause I pray that they we never have to experience that. Cause they got close to one of them. Yeah, I'm, you know. And we gotta pray. We got to pray for our entire community, you know what I'm saying? Because right. yeah. I'm not saying, listen, like I said, Spice, you know, yeah. um, your son, I look at him and I see my son. Remember when I told him yeah. that? Yeah. I said, boy, yeah. So if anything was to happen to him, yeah. that impacts me. It should. It has to yeah. impact me as yes. well. Yeah. Because yeah. if it doesn't, then we being desensitized. Yeah. How can Ooh, we? That's a, that's a good yeah, one. Man, how, huh? you know, Ooh, we so Sona. used to things happening that, you know, we forget how we supposed to feel emotionally. How how are we supposed to help these people grieve through their process? That's, that's why we forgetting about them. We we forgetting about them because we we're un- emotionally attached. My son, true. you know, like true. these these are true. things we don't want happening. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say we gotta pay for this monetarily. It's gonna take us 15 years of doing this, honoring our dead on a on a on a most consistent basis to show the children. You know, we at walk. We oh. gotta show the kids that this ain't what we supposed to be doing. So they can't. We can, we gotta break a generational cycle. Please. A generational curse. Please. I I wanted to get back cycle. to that because I know y'all having like a balloon release ceremony. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know how it impactful is it to remember? You know your your loved ones who have who we've lost. You know and, and as far as the grief process. Me myself, I think it's impactful because actually that's supposed to be a celebration. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're we're in a world that, ugh, you know, look what happened today. Oh, look what they did today. You know, so it's supposed to be a celebration regardless. But uh, being impactful on that. Um, that's that's truly 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 important. Um, it, it it has to be important. Yeah. It it has to be. And like I said, this you know you were talking about the um, the guns versus this death or that death or whatever. But when you wake up, when you turn over, when you walk in your door, when you cut the car on, I, breaking news. That is just so hurtful to hear. We had two children what get uh, attempted robbery, so they got shot at. They're teenagers. That could have been another another parent getting honored. Why? 
when we were coming up, y'all see when them streetlights come on? You had to come inside. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we at the door. My mom right here. I ain't, I'm right here. And then I I don't know if that's you know like um, y'all yeah. heard of like the desens the desensitizing, uh-huh. and I and I had to check myself because I, I I don't like watching the news, and I when I see it I be like well what they was into, and sometimes I do that too. I know I do that. I'm not lying. I do that. Like what happened? But what like they was But they don't have to be nothing. to nothing. It was nothing. They were coming home from a party from college. It was nothing. I mean, he that, was, that's he was almost across the street with like, his like the same story with the little boy who was knocked on the wrong door. Oh. And the man, he shot him, but then you turned over and shot him in the head. You know, a young boy who's a musician, plays a saxophone, black kid, picking up his siblings, supposed to be picking up Going his siblings, knocked at the wrong door. And you, a grown man, see this very little ch- I mean, even if he, though he was a teenager, he was not big in, in stature. Absolutely, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Non-threatening yeah, kid, and you shoot him down like a dog in daylight in front of your house. People are afraid. That's a, that's a clear indication that people are afraid of the African-American male. Yeah. They are, are they? terrified because... They know, or is that an excuse? They, they know, mm. no, it's not. I think when people see African Americans, and they, and they and they and they feel vulnerable, and they attack us like they do, is because we African Americans. If there was a little white boy, he but wouldn't he have done that. So, that was vulnerable. so he had no no they, weapons. Nothing. There was yeah, nothing. Yeah, and, and when I say that, I mean in the way to. I'm not making any excuses for this gentleman, mm-hmm. uh, because that's up. Uh, that's that's the definition of racism. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. That's the definition of racism. When you mm-hmm. see somebody and you automatically judge them, no matter how your judgment may work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is it, is it racism or is it value? Because, like you said, if that would have been a, a, a kid of another They value their lives more than they value ours. Okay, so absolutely. it's the value of the person. If you don't think nothing about this person, this thing, you're going to kill it get rid of it who cares who's yeah, gonna miss it exactly Their family gonna miss him he's a person exactly Do they think of us as no, human beings they don't but this this so it's, too. i don't think but, it's afraid i think it's just the you know to them we don't mean nothing yeah so who and cares that's not if speaking. i can't, I can't say in general that yeah, all, 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 all white people caucasian we're not talking everybody not just caucasian yeah even so it's the system too as well like again had he had that would have been a white man, I mean a black man done that to a white person. Oh, he would have been in prison. From his house. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He would have yeah. been in prison that day. They would have said they uh, wouldn't have waited with the oh we gonna try to investigate, then charge. They would have charged you right there on the spot, mm-hmm. then investigate. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that and, and then I say I say this too, and I'm gonna I'm let you talk next to that. But like I say this too, you know, like racism. We've been gone through this for the like centuries and stuff like that but as a community as a culture you know like you said that they uh, people are afraid of the african-american male because of what the african-american males are doing to each other we are killing each other we are killing each other and that's what needs to stop we are killing each other we are devaluing each other for 25 years 25 25, 30 years now 
right. It goes it's back it's to implemented. The man, it's the imp- black man period. Black man period. It's and implemented whole, into yeah. us to devalue ourselves. I know. And so that's what Even we put. Women, what so we put out there in in the media and propaganda. You know the devaluation of black people. Mm-hmm. And so then people, other cultures, and we don't think about ourselves. And we say black people. Let's just talk about American black people. Right. We're not gonna talk about other people in other countries because the their value even to other people is different and even they look at us on a subpar level so you know we have to look at ourselves in america and say what do we put out there that people are looking at and 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 stereotyping or visualizing us devaluing us yeah Mm -hmm. devaluing us yeah Yeah. i saw a video this morning it was so powerful from attorney crump Mm -hmm. he put a black young she was maybe eight and just put her in the middle biggest street in New York. Mm-hmm. And she stood there, police there, people passed and passed and passed. They removed her, put the same age little white girl there. Everyone stopped, baby, you okay? Where's your mom going? No one stopped. Wow. No one. Yeah. Oh, when that I, a, that was 6 ooh. o'clock this morning, I saw that and I just cried. Yeah. Like, How old? How old? They were eight-year-old little girls. So wow. they put the, you know, the, the, the black, black young girl. lady mm-hmm. up there first. Yeah. People passed. They looked at her. Oh, yeah, yeah. So no African American, no African American whip people. So that goes back to the devaluing. We even devalue ourselves. I mean, I had my own experience very recently in a parking lot, a grocery store, and my car wouldn't start. So I'm out there, hood open, waiting. You know, somebody gonna come by. When I was asking for, you know, jumper cables and stuff. Two men came to my rescue. None of them, right, none of them was black. Wow. I mean, it's hard for me. Outside of my friend husband, who she sent to me, but yeah, the people who stop, are you okay? Are you? Yeah, 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 it's hard for me to pass up a person that need help or it look like they're in distress, you know what I'm saying? So um, I I, I could recall personally me helping a few people. I done changed tires out here. I done um, uh, jumped off batteries, you know what I'm saying? I done, you know, um, pushed cars off the street. You know, it's just the way I was, that's just me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I just follow suit. I I mean, I see a woman broken down in the middle of the street. I'm not about to, you know, I jump out the whip. And when people, when when, when somebody see me come out running to the car, somebody, I already know in my mind somebody else going to come. But it's hard to believe people, but it's true will pass up a woman in distress. You know what I'm saying? But it's true. And it's, for me, it's like I, my mind don't let me think that away. That my, my, my mind don't let me think that away. But there's, it's, the reality is that uh, the usism really exists. I like the, the, the usism is a something that we've been saying for years now. You know, they got racism and usism. And, uh, it, again, we have to acknowledge our fallen. You know what I'm saying? Um Last year, in the 504, there was half, there were 280 last year in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So in 504, if you include Jefferson Parish, you know what I'm saying? So out of those, all of those people who was actually classified as a murder or a homicide or something, that's a, we have a large portion of that. Let's say roughly 70% of that was us. You know what I'm saying? Doing what we do, what we what we allow to be happy, what we tolerate, and the kids are the only thing that we have. You know what I'm saying? So help. 
to start with them first. We have to break the cycle. And the best way to break a cycle with children is through the community. Because you have the household and then what they see in the community. You know what I'm saying? And I, 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 I learned way more from what I picked up outside than what I did inside. Wow. I learned. Now, I, I got values that's carrying me today that I learned inside. inside. But from what I learned outside, outside, I learned how to survive outside. That's very true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so with the, with the kids coming outside, growing up and seeing, mm-hmm. is what's gonna, that's what they're going to they're gonna be a product of that. Yeah. So we all grew up in the 504. We got a bunch of families that really need to be, you know, uh, talked to. Yeah. With the community, I don't know who you is, but if you at the at, at the grief awareness day and they honoring you, mm-hmm. I need to give you a hug. Yeah, I need to let you know who I am. I might know somebody who knows somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That can help you. That's why I say we need to do it every month, and yeah. it's gonna take the politicians. It's gonna take everybody to understand that they got to bring their children. Everybody has yeah, TV. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody, bring your children outside. Bring them over here. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be protection. It's gonna be fun. But when they see them balloons go up in the air. That's gonna put a memory That's in the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When we when we stop All everything and say it's time yeah. to release these balloons, that is a memory to them. Yeah. That's how we break it. We get in their minds. You know what I'm saying? That's a memory. So when they become young men and women, and they they gonna get tired of having to do something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But again, right now, you know. So if anybody, you know, we need as much money as we can get, straight up. You know what I'm saying? Like straight up, if twenty dollars. We got over 300,000 African-Americans in the 504. If every last single one of them who was able-bodied gave a dollar, that at least amounts to 50,000. Yeah. A yeah. dollar. Yeah. One, if, if it's 300,000 African-Americans in the 504, yes. if each and every last one of you gave 50 cent, <laughs> we can make events like this possible. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and put that into a fun and trust people to run it. And we can come out there. It's going to be bounces. It's going to be little mini water park. But see, when the balloons go up and we got to talk about that 14-year-old, that 13-year-old, this 21-year-old, these people, these families take a real good look at them. Hmm. It's not to be embarrassed. Yeah. It's to accept the love. But as a community, white, black, Chinese, Hispanic, uh, Arabic, Cause we in mixed communities now. Yes, we are. <laughs> we, we all diverse. You know what I'm saying? We in mixed communities now. Bring and your I, children. And I feel like you know the idol. Idol mind is a devil's workshop. We don't spend enough time sometimes with our kids because we too busy trying to grind and get things done and stuff like and that. So that idol that idol mind is a devil's workshop. Um, as a community, um, sometimes we fail to do that. And 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 most of the time, y'all. And I I don't know if that probably be my perspective on things. But as a single mother, as a most of the time you see African American homes, you very rarely you could pick out the homes that is not a um I'm not gonna say it's a broken family home because a person doesn't have a father in it, but it's not the overall traditional home right. of having the father, the mom, a two parent household. And sometimes, like in our culture, we really we really don't see that often. No, we don't. We don't see that often. Um, you don't see in our community or in our culture or in our ethnic ethnicity, you don't see them saying, let's keep this family together. Right. 
Let's keep this marriage together. Let's keep this family together. Right. On the sake of this child. Let's try to keep it together. Absolutely. We have that's our only option. If you look at any group of people in this world, it applies to every group. Your future is the you. Every single group, your future is the youth. So when we talk about how do we solve these problems, I hear a lot of people throw a lot of solutions out there. Some of them are impactful. Some of them are like, does it apply? Some of them like, that's instant gratification. But the truth is you got to break the generational thing. It costs money. Like I, we talked about, we talked about me and my uncle Donald last night. We talked about at my little niece's birthday party. Happy birthday, Dejon! She just turned eighteen years old. Oh, I am, right. I am, yeah, I am. I that she's the oldest off my mother's branch as a grandchild, and I'm I'm looking at her. She's a very beautiful, attractive young lady. I'm, I'm looking at her. and I'm saying to herself, myself, as an uncle, how can when people come into this family in my sister house, they respect us as a family on the strength of my niece? Because, see, when a young man walks in the house and there's authority there, you know what I'm saying? He know when it comes down to her. I'm not going to play with him. Right. He'll get out of her life before he carry on. And when they're young, now when you're 30 years old, nobody care who your uncle is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when you were 17, 16, 18-year-old young man, you know what I'm saying? Like, you dating a young woman, when she bring you around, it's a big deal yeah. when these young people start linking up and coming around each other's families. Yeah. What message is going to be sent to this young man? When you come around her family, this is her family. Like, this is a structure here. So this is what's going to be expected from you. Right. You know, you get her pregnant, psychologically, you know she got a family to help her. You have a family that's going to help you. You know what I'm saying? But because when we talk about men not being in the households, what are young men meeting when they de- dating these young ladies? That's how we break that cycle of a young man not being in the household. When he walks into a young woman's house, what does he see? Yeah. Who does he see? What is the expectation? And we got to mold that into these primes, you know what I'm saying, and all do these the gatherings ex- we yeah. do. Do the expectations start, you know, you say when you come into the house with the families, or should it start with her? It comes because, through observation. Because usually, you know, people know what to expect when they come to you because they they, they see you how you are, it comes how, from, how your family is yes, with you like, on the yes. outside. Right. So before I even present myself to be like, I'm going to be somebody that's going to pursue you, mm-hmm. I'm going to get my, my ducks in a row yeah. before I even c- confront you in that way because I see how your family is or, or how you are, how you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think if we wait till they get ready to introduce them to us, we too late. We probably are too late to the party. <laughs> you know, we probably are a little bit too late. We too late. What I meant about that is, I was definitely, I, I, you're right, Sona. What, as a young, as a, I was a young kid. I went to, you know, a lot of primes. What was, there were some girls I didn't have to go in their house. You know what I'm saying? He mean, he mean a male presence. I'm, I'm speaking from a male's perspective. He mean a male you know? presence. You see you know? that strong male at Exactly. Home. You know, okay. and there were some girls that I, but when, 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 when boys came to my house, there was a certain type of expectation that I seen that was being displayed. You know what I'm saying? When it came down to my female cousin. So it's like, it, again, it's all psychological. And the best way somebody could be prepared for something is mentally. So even if I do have devious plans and stuff, 
I know I got to get myself together when I approach this this girl's home. Because she struts you. You know, I got to phys- I got to mentally, yes, ma'am, yes, sir. That's that's you know what I'm saying. So it's it's all psychological. It's all what we what we make our young men do psychologically when it come down to our females. That's gonna make up make sure in the next twenty years that the fathers are in the home. Because we can't say it's going to happen overnight. We got to make sure that these five, six-year-old little boys coming through the world right now, that they get that understanding. Because when they five, six years old in 10 years, they're going to be 15, 16. And like you said, it's going to be too late. I'm laughing It's going to be too late. My daughter have this little toy that one of my friends bought for her. So, you know, they got little kids in our complex. And so, but, you know, it's like two little girls and like three little boys. So this one little boy, though, he's very fond of her. And he's a little older than her. But, I mean, they still are little kids. But, you know, he was dancing with her with the toy, like dancing with her. The toy was playing. He was dancing with her. And I was standing there, you know, because I got to come outside. I got to watch what's going on here because I'm, I'm looking at her, how she's interacting with him and how he's interacting with her. And I'm saying, you know what, girl, you're going to have to get it together because um, this is starting <laughs> at two years old. And these little boys need to know, don't play with your daughter. Like, you know, oh, can oh, she went and got the ball. Oh, no, you asked to play with her ball, you go get that ball from over there. I mean, it's things like that, yes. like that make you revert back to, you know, I need to start showing her, you know, like not just telling her, but letting her see things. You know, mm-hmm. this is what needs to be done. This Absolutely. is how I have to act. These are the things that I should require. Even with a toy. You know, because that's where it is. Absolutely. I don't want to wait till she 10, 12, 13 years old because you, you missed it after that. The yeah. friends then got into their head, yeah. the TV, the radio, the music, everything. It's too late after that. Yeah, having a, um, while y'all on this topic, having a 22-year-old, having Brianna, she's a senior in college and stuff, and shouts out to you, Bri. Um, <laughs> you know, as, as, a, as a parent, her being in a home, I try to keep an open line of communication yes. because you don't want your kids to go to just their friends and get opinions on right. dates right. and guys. Um, it's been 3 o'clock in the morning. Me and Bri just sit on the phone. You up, Ma? And we'll sit on the phone 3 in the morning. Too. Yeah. You wake me up out of my sleep, and guess what? We talking about our stuff. Absolutely. In the morning. You keep that kind of dynamics. Some, you know, she, she, she's a, a girl, she's 22 and she had only had like two strong boyfriends in her life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, and I think that comes from, cause she even mentioned one time, I don't bring a lot of people over here and stuff like that. So if this is my mama standard, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to bring all these people around my right, mom and my right, family right. because this is my mom's standard. Mm-hmm. Um, her dad, um, even though, you know, I consider myself as a single parent, but her dad is real active in their life. Mm-hmm. Right. So when when he when she bring, God, you know, the two guys she brought around, yes. her dad, like, I, I want to I don't need to be that cool with nobody unless mm. he ma- unless he married. That's right. And I ain't understand it at the time. Cause I was like, boy, you tripping. Why you are? Nah. That, if that's not her husband, I'll go out to the, you know, we got this day there or whatever. But I don't need to get cool, chummy, chummy with no. That's, right. I, that's the standard he's setting. Like, you do something to my daughter. I'm not even talking to you, really. 
I'm coming. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> so that, I'm Absolutely. coming. And I think half of them probably like, oh, man, we scared him. Because he that that's the tone he sets. She has a father that's going to defend her. You know yeah. what I'm saying? At yeah. the end of the day, psychologically, you know, if you do her something, her father going, mm-hmm. you're going to have to answer to him one way or another. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, psych, again, psychologically, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, it's all there. It's all in your head. You know what I'm saying? So, so we got to start looking at that part. You know, I will. I just want as a community before, you know, I know we're going to be in this soon as a community. If we could just do something to help our, our community, not just talk about it, but walk about it. And, you know, one of the ways is the grief awareness. One of the ways is, is, um, structurally, I feel like, you know, as black, as a black woman, sometimes our, us as black women, we are, uh, devalued i'm gonna say that again i feel like we sometimes are the most devalued humans on this earth absolutely i say that all i'm sorry um, i say that all the yeah, time though yeah. because i mean you know you got the the hierarchy is that how you say that so you know you got the man and the woman the woman is always you know on the bottom when you talk about value to a man that's why we having all these fights with wages and rights and all kind of things right but then so let's go down race you know we, we know we're at the top of the food chain and then where are we so if you a black woman then where are you in that food chain and even though we are the higher highest earners you know, most educated, but yet when it comes to actual dollar value, we are worth less than any other woman in the world. When you said that, when you said the the value, we are the most educated. Most of the time, we get the, el- the education so we can be valued. Yeah, we get the education so we can be valued. Not 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 just by another culture or another um, uh, corporate or whatever it is. We get the education so we can be valued by most of the time the black man. Most of the most of the time, most things that women do to this day, and I'm just not speaking. I'm not saying majority, but but most of the time, what they do is to become validated. Most women don't want to be a single black woman raising their kids. Most women want a husband. Even at forty and thirty, you still have men that don't know the value and say, "I want to marry that woman because I know that's good stock. I want to marry that woman because I." Mm-hmm. No, if I marry her, I'm going to help my children right. that I probably had from a previous relationship because I know that's good stock. If I marry her, I see the right. kids that she raising. I know they're good stock. And the reason I'm saying it, because this came from my actual pastor. Uh-huh. My pastor told me, Chrishell, your kid, I didn't even realize your kids because I don't go to church and be all involved. I go get my word and I leave. I didn't even realize your kids, the way you raising them, the value. Right. And the reason he only knew that because Brock went through a new members class. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, Sona, like, you got a good kid. You got a good daughter. Why you don't want to agree? Why don't you want to make me I agree with you. And that, va- that goes from those morals and those values and those standards yeah. that we are not or have not set in our homes. Yeah. There's a generation where we were so busy out here getting education, getting money, being famous, doing things that we detached ourselves from the things that are most important. Tradition. But also, I mean, something that stems, you know, it had, having a domino effect. You know, men were taken away, stripped away, you know, when we was brought here as slaves. They right. used them, used them as, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, but, yeah. but like a, uh, 
a horse that you take around and they just make babies with everybody else. You know what I'm Livestock. saying? Livestock. Livestock. So Livestock, yeah. Yeah. All, all we have done is kind of like had a domino effect. We had an era where, you know, people were like, we're going to be a family. We're going to stand in our community. You know, men building their homes by hand because mm-hmm. I want my family to be in a house. You know what I'm saying? We want to own land. But once again, we lost those values. So now what we are experiencing now with the violence on our kids, whether it be from outside source or within our own community, is the domino effect of the values and the morals that we have lost as a people. And we have to get back to that. We have to get back to loving each other and not tearing each other down. Oh, we have to yes. get back to not being crabs in a bucket. You know what I'm saying? Just because you up here and this person down here, you yeah. grab them kicking, screaming, fighting because somebody had to do that for you. That's, That's right. And, and when, Trin, right. when Queen right. Trinette brung this across, you know, uh, made it, uh, you know, her business to let me know what was happening. That's one of the, I didn't hesitate to get involved in it. The time it was perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I saw so, so many benefits on like what you just spoke on economics, uh, group healing, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, that money being in our community, they, they got they got vendors. We want vendors to come out. You know what I'm saying? Make money, spend money with these people. So support these parents. A, a lot of this money is spinning back in the same circle. That's why I jumped into this event, uh, real real quick because I'm like I said, that's one of those events where the money just keep going in one circle. We need that. Um, when you were speaking on it, and I, I it, it just dawned on me, and, the, and I keep having to keep remind myself sometimes. It's as simple as understanding that for when it come down to, let's just call it man, right? Mm-hmm. When it come down to an oppressed man mm-hmm. being oppressed for the amount of time that you were oppressed for, mm-hmm. it's going to take about 200 years, you know what I'm saying, e- for you to really have e- a top-notch quality of life. E- I don't care. You go all the way back in the time. We've been oppressed for 400 years as a black man in America. We were we they freed the slaves and check this out. They freed the slaves in nineteen eighty-three. That's from nineteen eighty-three to nineteen sixty-three, one hundred years was nineteen sixty-three was civil rights acting. We are closer to our two hundred year anniversary of being free in this country than we than we are further away from it. Again, it takes 200 years for an oppressed man. Now, if you see the progress. You said 1963 or 18? 1863, 18. the okay. slaves was free. Yeah, yeah. In 1963, they had the Civil Rights Act. That was 100 years. We are approaching 2063 rapidly. Yeah. We need to get ready to celebrate our freedom yeah. and understand that it's taken us, we've gotten to this point. The only thing that's really stopping us right now is us, because even the system they put against us, we are we have slowly but surely are tearing those walls down. Yes, we are. We definitely are. We but, definitely but are. But it takes conversations like this. We have to have accountability with each other. Exactly. We yes. have to have acceptance that this is what's happening, whether it's happening everywhere or here. Yeah. It's happening, and you only need this much for 
this much for it to affect a whole thing. Yeah. So you got to shut it out from the beginning. Right. Yeah. But it takes us to be able to have these tight, hard conversations Stations, with each yeah. other because you got to understand what I'm dealing with, just like yeah. I got to understand mm-hmm. what you, you're dealing with. Yeah. And a man and a woman, it, you know, we have to be congruent with each other. Yeah. You know, yeah. in our communities, in our homes. And, right. and what America wants is, at this point, they want to have, because if we talk about 1963, the 200 year anniversary, we had 2023. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 33, 33, 43, yeah. 53, 40. 40 more years. Lord, see it fit for all of us to be sitting here in our old senior age. <laughs> We're going to be here, right? We, everything we do now. We are producing the byproduct for 19, um, 19, I mean, 2063. Right. Everything we do at this moment from the 20s is going to impact who's ever in 1963 like so, because it takes 20 years to get these structures going. But what we're going to need is for all the officials who use, don't just use the word support yes. and don't be about it. Yes. Get your tail out in that neighborhood. Come grab somebody here. Come on, let's go walk. Really do it, because I, I went to a balloon release Friday night with the NOPD, and a lot of people used that word and used it. Support. 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 I support, support the community. Because they want them votes. <laughs> right. No, but don't we're not about to talk mm-hmm. about it. We're going to need everybody who has a platform, all the officials, elected officials, everyone, support. Don't just use the word. For uh, uh, what is it? Voting time, election time. Voting time. No, we're coming to the churches then, right? Because yeah. we, we, we holding them accountable now. We holding them you accountable. You can't just show up with a face and say you are part of this community right. if you're not be a part actually of the active and in and this the community. Be a part of the That's rhythm right. and the blues. Not don't right. pick a side. Right. We're not doing that. I think too. You said hold the politicians. I can remember when Dr. Jones said about. Um, holding a church community, the church community accountable right. as back well. I mean, yes. you know, back, back in the, the day, day, that was our strength. You know, that was day. our. He said the churches, the salons, the beauty, the beauty shops, and everything else hold everybody accountable, and maybe that can get our community and not just back where it is. Their family member lose a life, and then you wanna no, no. And technically, you seeing is we could raise five thousand dollars from this conversation if you just looked at. All of the churches from Avondale to Harvey Canal. You know what I'm saying? That's about a good dozen churches to almost, you know, a dozen and a half churches that can probably make a $500 contribution. You know what I'm saying? Um, Exactly. Like, like, you know, um, you know, it hit my mind just now. So what do you guys need to make this uh, event? the second annual the, the Grief Awareness, Awareness Day. Day. What do exactly right now, the what do y'all the, the need somebody wanted to... The final push is the security uh, of the families, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, we've been heavily relying on vendors. But now, like I, like I was telling, we turn out, it really turned our insights to some of the donors and hopefully somebody will bless this situation. And, you know, because it's just securing, everything's been secure. Entertainment, you know what I'm saying? We got the vendors market. For the last minute, people who want to make a decision to come on out, come on out. There's a, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we, what the New Orleans Talk Network is doing, we're putting together a panel discussion from everybody who's coming out. We're going to try to uh, sit down and have a quick little discussion about solutions in the community and stuff like that. But we're heavily leaning on donors so that we can secure the last little items for these families, you know what I'm saying? And all send what we need to send to families because this is uh, 
this is something people are dealing with. You know what I'm saying? I had a family member that I actually come out, and it was like, we appreciate the offer, but, you know, we're not going to be able to make it. We're not ready to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, um... That's 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 something a message that a lot of families been echoing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm I really don't know if I want to do that. So we trying to make it the norm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I don't think they I, I don't think they probably dealing with the the hurt the it's embarrassing it's embarrassing grief. you got to yeah. remind me that I lost my child and it's listen it's like it's a shadow casted over you it's a, it's a cloud casted over you I meant to say. When you lose a child to gun violence, whether, you know, it's, it's no easy way of living with that. And now everyone else is running around with their families and their kids and you, and you, you feel like you're a part of this club. It's not an elite club. Yeah. It's, not an, it's not a club nobody wants to be in, a, the parent that lost a child club. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's so true. So it, it, it's hurting. People are hurting. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's called the Grief Awareness Day because we want to bring awareness even if, to the families who are too who too much in pain to come out. Mm-hmm. If I lose a child, I'll be embarrassed deep down inside because I'm going to blame myself. Like, what right. did I do wrong? Like, everybody, yeah. what did I do wrong? It's a, it's a, so it's tough for people to agree to come out and do these things. Yeah. But we still want to acknowledge them by sending them the gift baskets to their homes, mm-hmm. letting them know here are some of the resources that's available, mm-hmm. and, and, and then having a conversation publicly. What it's a platform for that. What you are know, some counselors. of the resources that's available to them for those who don't know don't know who to reach out to or where to reach out? Like, you know, they trying to get through the confusion. You know, what's next for them after? Uh, I think we had a flight, but I didn't really like my fault. Uh, the speakers, the speaker that's coming out, they, they specialize in this, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to have the information available. Um, these people, they, they, they do this, you know what I'm saying? They are chaplains, chaplains of our community. And, um, you know, that's the whole reason for having them come out so that pe- we know there's people out there that deal with, you know, grieving families and stuff Shelby like Adams. that. Shelby you know, Adams. there's different resources, you know. I think a lot of families, if I was to lose a child and knowing what anxiety and depression really means, mm-hmm. it probably should be mandatory, an unwritten rule in our community that we get counseling. Right. I was going to say. You know what I'm saying? So we got to, yeah. That turns into an avenue of mental illness and and other things. So, yeah. Absolutely. I think it ought to be like, but the community, we need to make these like, we have a no snitching policy. I don't know where it came from. I don't know how we adopted it. Now we carry it like it's some type of Medal of Honor. (laughs) We need to have, we, listen, they can predict how many kids are going to kill themselves Uh in the next 10 years. They're going to average this out, right? That's why they're building prisons. They're preparing for, for, because they're saying right now, second graders can't read. That's right. So the numbers don't lie. The second graders can't read. So these people are preparing for in the next 15 to 20 years, all these second graders are going to prison straight up. So if they can predict how many kids are going to kill themselves, we need to start predicting too. If it's inevitable, then we need to get prepared for the inevitable to start supporting these families. Straight up, I mean, and that's the need to be the narrative that I'm speaking on because if these people could take empirical data and tell you, okay, according to this data, we need to build more prisons. Well, according to that data, we need more community chaplains. We need more healers. We're going to need to start being accustomed to getting together because we about to lose a whole lot more if we're going to keep sitting here trying to find solutions. The solution is the next 15 years. You know, so that's how we need to go about handling our business. Yeah. So, right. I, I mean, 
I'm I'm happy you guys came on. I mean, it's a topic that, you know, people don't like to talk about. Right. And you have to talk about the difficult things. You have to talk about what's actually going on, you know, in, in the community and in this world. Uh, you know, I'm I'm good, you know, I'm always I'm positive Patty, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always positive. But I'm afraid, like I was saying up for my my son growing up in this type of environment and what's going on right now. And um I never want to deal with that. And God, please, I never, ever in my life want to deal with that Absolutely, kind of pain. Absolutely, never, ever. Uh, I mean, it's a thought in my head when you, he go places. You I'm have like, a daughter in college, and oh, my Jesus. son is getting ready to approach yeah. that level. I mean, you hear horror stories of kids, like you said, minding their own business, and, yeah. you know, doing the things yeah. that they're supposed to do, yeah. but still somehow end up in a situation that, yeah. you know, you just cannot phantom to imagine yeah, could, them them being in that way. Yeah. And so I mean, I don't I don't even know what to do to prepare myself mm-hmm. to be strong enough and not just drop everything and say I'm moving with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just keep them close. Yeah, keep I'm them close. Thinking with the parents like you say keep them close because I think the kids what they told my little wow, cousin yeah. was like uh, mm. basically what you doing around here? You know, you don't you ain't supposed to be around here. So I think if they, it was more togetherness and more stronger together as a yeah. family, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have been out there questioning my child while he's walking on his side of the street. Mm-hmm. Just a normal street, no one's name on it, mm-hmm. but while he's walking over there. The brother tried to come see what was going on in there, you know. So I, this has to start at home. Parents, don't go to that club tonight. Do family time. Take out oh, me and my kids would do some Monopoly till four in the morning. Girl, I'm telling you, we love Monopoly. Yeah. But instead of you know, ask what's on your mind, baby. Come on, let's talk. Come on, let's talk. What are we doing tonight? Yeah. Let's do stuff like that because those babies were young. They were teenagers themselves. So what what's not going on at your house to make you want to come out and just mess with someone else your same age for nothing? What's what's not going on? So we holding politicians, everyone with a platform, parents, period. Challenge your child to come up. Let's do something different. Yeah, yeah. We challenge each of you. We challenge all the viewers, people that are looking. We challenge you right now to come out to the um, the second annual Grief Awareness Day on May 13th. Um, tell them exactly where it is, where they can um, be a part of, how they can contact you. Um, I know the flyer has been flashing, um, <laughs> but you can um, contact Trinette or you can contract T, either one, um, to become a vendor. They, you, you heard them say they're looking for sponsors. They're looking for people to donate we calling all you guys out to help we calling for help the bible says we have not because we ask not so right now we're asking for you guys to come out um and do something for the community look community event uh you're gonna have you're gonna have things for your child to do that's a event that you can bring your child to and commune with them yeah. you, that's a child uh, uh event that you can bring your child to mm-hmm. and spend some quality time yes. with them yeah like they um, did for yeah. the uh for the uh at your spot yeah, for Easter, yeah, you know what i'm saying like yeah, you know what i'm saying yeah. just having fun with the kids you know what yeah. i'm saying we're just yeah. having fun with the kids. Yeah. Uh, we're having serious moments, of course, when it calls for that time to have the serious moment. We're trying yeah. to have fun with the kids. Yeah. We're trying to make sure there's enough vendors out there, enough food vendors for people. It's a public event. Yeah. Yes. It's right yeah. at the uh, the Batarian Lapelco. Yeah. Uh, 1968 Batarian Yeah. Okay. Y'all know where the old Shawnee is? And if you're from the West Bank, you know where the old Shawnee's used to be at okay. right there. 
uh, right there behind a uh, Save a Lot building. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I mean, I mean, T, you were so supportive with uh, Men of Excellence. You probably need to call them, bring them on board, see if they can sponsor. Yeah, I, I talked to Patty. Patty said he all, he game. He you know. Yeah, uh, you so know. have them come out. Give them a you know. Let's put it all yeah, together, Coach Patty. Coach Patty. Let's put this at, all at the together. Day, we yeah. are our brothers yeah. and sisters keepers. So right. let's keep each other, y'all. Let's really, really be about it. Don't just talk about yeah. it. Reach out to each other uh-huh. and have an opportunity to positively love on each other and support each other and uplift each other and pray for each other. Yeah, really do. Yeah. You know, because if the kids can't read, well, at least they know we still got a community, right? Yeah. They know if anything else fails, they got a community they can lean back on, right? So I don't like that narrative of our kids can't read. All right, we've been there, done that. We know sometimes we can't read. Cool. What is the community doing to make sure? Because guess what? You don't have to know how to read this thick book in order to survive in life. You know what I'm saying? Some pe- Everybody's not meant to be a, 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 a talented reader or a talented math person. We need to have, we need to start looking into our labor force. You know, these high societies are built. Every Some people are just meant to be plumbers. You know, some I people know. are meant to dig ditches. But look, well, circling back to that, we see the government cutting costs at all kind of trades. Yeah. So if they can cut in the, in the one of the most uh, money making trades in the world, okay, just think how much money they're gonna cut in other fields that are trades right. and keep less people mostly us, who won't be available to learn those trades. They're trying to do it not in a trade. They're trying to do it it not in a trade. They're trying to cut the 15 hours of our trade to 1,200, which is going to, and that bill is up, HB 47, so that's that's going to reduce the Pell Grant, and then additionally, it's going to what? Do what? You're not going to have no more beauticians. People are not going to have no barbers. Be ready to go to school. They can't afford it. You're not going to have any of that, because you're not going to have the resources, and most people that want to be, be beauticians, barbers, and things like that, they need that Pell Grant money to go. They, yeah. I, I, the, the fact of people don't understand, like, and, and another thing that was told to me today, we don't vote. We don't fight. We don't go to politicians, go to our senators, go to, I called somebody I knew yesterday and said, look, what's the next step? How do they do it? He said they brought it to the House. The next step, they're going to bring it to the Senate. Absolutely, you know? you know what I'm saying. And sometimes um, we don't know those political ways because honestly, I wasn't brought up in a household mm-hmm. that's gonna tell me about politicians, politics, right, and everything right. else. I start getting more familiar with it when I change my surroundings. You know Absolutely, politics control everything. You know what I'm saying? Control the way kids read, control the way we get our resources, control in y'all industry because that's regulated. You know what I'm saying? Politics control. Everything. I want to give a shout out to some of the politics that have responded to this event so far. You know what I'm saying? Politicians like Byron Lee, you know what I'm saying, who stepped up and got got his people involved to help out with this. You know what I'm saying? So we we definitely want to give a lot of them. These politicians got a tough job. You're right. And, you know, educating ourselves on how this political realm works, it it takes time. You know what I'm saying? To fully understand whose job is what. You know, and how to go about it. But see what y'all talk about? We definitely got to get a few of those state representatives to, you know, act, you know, you know, participate in the conversation, you know what I'm saying, about what's going on because that's their job. They're the ones who, you know, do a lot of this uh, uh, regulating on the industry you're talking and, about. And maybe you guys can contact that, that in that district 
Um, I know you said by, uh, Byron Lee came apart, but who's the next person over him? Oh, who can we, we would like for involved. Cynthia. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, we want Cynthia to come out. We want, you know, we 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 want our sheriff Julia Penter to come out. Either yes. other 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 politicians, other politicians from municipal other municipalities to come out and just to come out and get encouraged about yeah. bringing something like this back to their community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, finding people in the community who will be interested in, in organizing it because, again, Grief Awareness Day is an event that's designed to uh, to, to, to help the grieving pa- parents of kids that lost their lives to gun violence. And as it's projected, we're going to be in this storm for oh, a, a wow. while now. Mm-hmm. We're going to be in this storm. So we got to learn how to keep each other, you know, covered from or keep each other sheltered, you know, with love. You know what I'm saying? So if we can do it, not just, in the, you know, just multiple communities, just getting accustomed to, you Counter, know. Counteractive to what they're Yeah, like the lemon day, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> when everybody be outside selling lemons. I just want to say this before we get out of here. When we look at the amount of black men we lost, I started counting in 1990. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so when, you're doing your takeaway right now. Yeah, okay. you know. Being a takeaway. I'm, I'm sorry. I just it's want to. Right. Well, it's a different takeaway. Yeah, we're doing your yeah. takeaway. I'll give another takeaway, but uh, I just want to say this before we close this whole conversation down. Um, when you look at how many black men and black women has lost their lives to a bullet, specifically a bullet coming from a gun, by another African-American or black American or a black person on the other side of that gun. If we start to, to do the numbers, it's depressing, it hurts, and it, it really sparks something inside of me because we in the thousands. And if I just bring it down to Louisiana and 504 alone, we still in the thousands. That's thousands of black men and women who lost their lives suddenly. And we can't, turn a blind eye to how depression and anxiety works because this is the number one trigger debt, sudden debt. And the, this, this stuff is a real disease. If they can take a monument for all the people that lost their lives in, nine, uh, in, 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 in the wars and in, in the 9-11 and place those names on the wall. If we did that for our community, we have a wall all the way down the street to remind us of how many lives we have lost to violence. If we had a wall to display the names to remind us, we'll never forget. Now that part would be embarrassing, That's why they build these walls. So we never forget the people. So I just want that to sink in to anybody who's listening. Everybody oh, who's oh, listening. NOPD, JPSO, this is affecting on both sides of the river. So... We need all the support. Don't just, I don't live over there. You're a part of it. You have a TV. You have a heart. Yeah. Come on, let's go. Let's go. So what's your takeaway, Trinette? Yeah. My takeaway? So it's a, yeah, we do a yeah, takeaway. Yeah. She <laughs> might not know what that is. It's like, okay, so we do a, um, at the end of the segment, okay. we do a takeaway, a take and that's just to tell anybody that's behind the camera something you want them to, once they close off this uh podcast what is something that you want to tell them um that's going to inspire them what's that's going to um encourage them or whatever you look into the camera and you give them a takeaway oh, what you want them to take, take away from away. this event you know oh, what i want to take away um I, I i basically want everyone uh to to know that what we're trying to do create this community this stronger together community 
this this deep support network for families, for parents. I want you to I want you to go hug someone today. You never know what someone is going through. I want Hey T. I want I want the parents and families to know that there is a us, that we can make bigger and bigger and bigger. And once these kids start seeing these tears come down these parents' eyes, we're going to stop this, y'all. We can stop it. We can be stronger together for real. We can, we can make this happen. And so I'm asking everyone to just go hug someone today. Go, go ask them how they're doing. We need to start this bring, uh, neighborhood watch back. I'm a little old, just a little, and um, <laughs> we had that back when I was coming up. So let's 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 go back to what we know. Let's go back to make us uh, better citizens, people, families, uh, supports, supporters. Let's just go back. It's a good takeaway. I have a, I have another takeaway. Go ahead, take away. My takeaway is we <laughs> we really love our children. You know what I'm saying? Um, we we fear for them. We're we're afraid for them. You know what I'm saying? And um. I think we just got to get smarter because our time as the elders in, in, in 504, we have, our time is now, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so whatever we do, we need to just start planning for them. You know, I know everybody likes to do them. Let's figure out a way to do us as a community for our kids. Do it together. Let's do them. Don't do you? Yeah, let's. I like that. Let's do them. Let's do our Don't kids. Don't do you. Moving do forward, them. let's Some start. Say, we, do you? I'm we, a we, do you. We, we really oh, shouldn't be them. having no. We shouldn't be having no neighborhood events if the kids can't come. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that kind of thing. I like you know, like everything needs to be centered around like us planning them, and if we. We do us when they go to bed. We now, if you ain't got bed. enough <laughs> energy, then oh well, that's all on you. You. Yeah. But we do us at, after the kids go to bed. But we everything we do need to be for them. I guess I'm going to do my takeaway next. So I, you know, initially going into this uh, show, I, you know, we were talking about grief awareness. I Mm -hmm. thought we were just going to talk about grief, you know, like dealing with grief and things like that. But, you know, as we talk through the show today, you know, of course, that's the bottom line, you know, death. But there are a lot of grievances that we're dealing with that, you know, is coming down to the bottom line. And so, you know, we're hugging each other, loving on each other, being our brother, sister's keeper. You know, let's keep in mind on how the things that we do transpire and affect us down the line. Mm. You know, do things that are going to give positive effects. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah. want to do things that are going to build negative effects. Yeah. You know, we want to look to a brighter and better future. Yes. You know, so we want to do better. We want to be better like you said um whether what however that is for you support whatever it is we want to do things that are going to affect us down the line in a good way and what, what how many more years see you say 40 more years 40 more years 40 20 more year anniversary years, you know so we got 40 more years to be able to celebrate unity freedom being being alive yes, loving man. each other you know what i'm saying you know just being able to be you yeah okay because was a time we couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So let's let's do those things that are going to positively affect us in those forty years to come, yes. and so for our can, future, our kids. So we can get prepared for the next hundred. That's right. I ain't trying to be one hundred and forty years old and be. I, I, I want to <laughs> live to when I'm like between ninety and hundred, and I'm good. Right. <laughs> 
between that. And I'm 49, so that's an extra. Well, I don't have many more years, but you know. 80. Yeah, yeah, no. I, well, you know, I'll be 80 when it's. Yeah, I'll be 80. I'll, yeah, I'll be getting ready to check out. You know, I'll be, don't I'll be say old that. man. Don't yeah. say that. And when I turn 90, that's a perfect age for me. Because, you know, once you get too old, then, you know, the dependencies start to go, you know. Yeah. yeah. For you, but the people that surround you and love you, they're not gonna feel that way. Even I'm gonna tell 80. you. I'm gonna tell you now. Even at We 80. don't feel that way. Yeah. You know, Even we want to see y'all. I can't imagine a life without my grandparents. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have lost. I've lost two to my grandfathers, but one of my grandfathers I didn't really know that well. But my grandfather that I grew up with, I mean, sometimes to this day, I feel like if I could just look him in the face. You know, and he, you know, hug me, you know, right. hum and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you saying that, don't speak that on them people. <laughs> don't speak that on them people. Y'all better get ready. That's 90, right. I'm ready to go. That's right. <laughs> I'm my, um, my takeaway is, um, I would say, to um, what been pressing on me is to live for today. Um, uh, we often um, worry about the 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 past and we 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 so quick because we like a microwave uh, society where we want everything so fast but i think we need to enjoy today we need to conquer today we need to win today and if we win today we can win the week if we win monday and then we win tuesday then we went Wednesday, and we focus on each day. We 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 want um we want our house, we want our car, we want the successful business, we want the American dream, we want the marriage, we want this, we want that. But we're not living in today. We so focus on the future that we're not living in today. So that's what's been on my heart is to conquer today conquer today with your children conquer today with yourself if that's something you want to do and and another thing i I was saying about manifestation monday whatever you want in your life you can do it whatever you want in your life you can do it. You manifest it. You bring it to you. You manifest it. You have consistency. You hold yourself accountable. And guess what? Each take, each day, and you can get it. Each day. I heard that today from you know who? My boy E.T. <laughs> so <laughs> One day at mani- a time. We're call- we going to start calling it Manifest Monday. Manifest Monday. Manifest like Monday. Gotta, you ain't got a T-shirt. Yep. You got a T-shirt. Manifest, manifest, Monday. manifest Mondays. Oh, <laughs> Manifest Monday, manifest it. Manifest Monday. Yeah. Anything we want to do, that your your event is going to be a success. Yep. God going to bless every area. Y'all going to get everything that y'all need in it. What you doing, you're going to get blessed from for, for the labor. For what are you doing? He's going to give you double for your trouble. No, I'm just saying, don't cry. Make up, don't cry, make up. We be crying, oh yeah. Make up. I saw it. We be crying. I think I yeah. started that last yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so keep pressing, keep pressing, and um, and don't let nothing. Um, I know it's at the end. I know when I give events, I know how it is. I know how it is. You at that two week mark, and you like, I want this to happen. I want that to happen. But he's gonna give you double for your trouble, and he's gonna bless that thing. He going to bless that thing. He going to bless that thing. He going to give you everything you need. And you call some politicians' names. I know them. I'm going to call them, too, and say, you are you on this? 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you doing yeah. Right, right. Appreciate that. Thank yes. you, Mo. Yes. All right. All right. All right. So, y'all, we, we don't even want to shut down the episode. Right. We, we gotta go. We gonna leave y'all go. with, with a few more things, y'all. Don't forget to subscribe to Red Lip Talk. Yes, okay, right. that's how you keep up with the events that we have going on. That's how you stay in tune to your community. So, subscribe to Red Lip Talk. Be a sponsor. <laughs> yes. Go to Red Lip Talk on New Orleans Talk Network. You got a business. Yeah. You need you need people to see us. Be a sponsor on this show, and we yeah. gonna put you out there. Yeah. Also, hey. You can make a donation. We have media advancements that that we need to do at this network, New Orleans Talk Network. This is a platform for a lot of us that, you know, we wouldn't have this opportunity without them. So support the network and make a donation on our page. It's just a click. You just need a couple of numbers. We're very technical. Very technical. I think we have that donation page, right? Yeah, we we should have that donation page. That's right. So if you like what we're bringing to you, y'all, let's keep it going and and, and give us some support. And share, huh? Tag, share, and invite. Tag, share, invite, like, all of that stuff. All of that stuff. If you you a friend on my page, you better be liking and sharing. I'm going to delete you. (laughs) You, I'm going to delete you. (laughs) Please do. Because them things work, man. When people like and they comment and it works, it keeps it on people's page. Yeah, and if you need us, if you need us to, um, like, host the event, like we did for Bona Mm -hmm. Brothers, if you need us to do interviews. Yeah, we pull up on you. Pull up on you. Yeah. Pull up on you. If you need us to interview people, the camera crew roll through. We come through. You heard me? We ain't shy. We talking to everybody. We talk to the the janitor, the event organizer. (laughs) We talk to the people who made the plumbing. If they come walking up on us looking, that might gonna be in their face. We ain't we're going to edify your event. We're going to make sure everybody got something good to say yes, about it. So we, have two, we have two great events we want y'all to check out. Of course, the second uh, um, the second annual Grief Awareness Day, May 13th, and it's in Bateria. Um, Bateria. Yes, yes. yes. 1968. Yes. Bateria Boulevard. We want y'all to contact Trinette Williams, 2310950. I got good eyes. I can see that mm-hmm. from here. Um, she's the event coordinator. Of course, our boy T, the um the president of um uh, the janitor of New Orleans Talk Network. Network. He makes this possible. You know, contact him as well. Of course, we got Louisiana State Beauticians and Barber Association at the at May 27th through the 30th. We want y'all to be a part of that. Both events, you can be a vendor. The one that's coming up now on the 13th, we want y'all to be a vendor. Vendors, vendors, vendors. That's going to support them. And we want you to, yes, let's circulate this cash flow. So we thank y'all for being a part of Red Lip Talk. We can't wait to yes. see you. Yes, he putting up the flyer for the vendors. That's right. Contact your girl, me, Cree. If you need somebody, uh, if you are a vendor, we only have what? We have 10. We have a target of 25. You have a target of 40, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> We, yeah, we're going to be outside. We're going to be outside. We're going to need some boo boo yeah. people. We gonna yeah. need, I just wanted to say, yeah, if you got a car show, too, you know, we got the car show thing, y'all call. Oh, definitely. oh yeah, car show. Up. Yeah, really? We got something for everybody. We're going to do a commercial. Don't worry. Yeah. Something yeah. <laughs> for everybody. You have a food challenge, too? Oh, yeah, we sign up to be a food vendor. Oh. There's a first prize of 200 plus a trophy. Second prize, 100. Oh, we got to put Dr. And King on it. And 50, so you make your, boo- you make your money angle when your boo feedback. It's like yep. a win-win. Yep. 
Yeah, we gotta put Dr. K on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, All right, y'all. we out because we've been here a long time. Yeah. We have some good vibes. Good vibes. Y'all don't do them for the good vibes. Good vibes. Wakanda forever. Oh, Wakanda forever. That's why. Okay. We tell us what we do. Mwah. Like Steve. You gotta wait for us. All right. Go ahead, Sona. Bring us. Bring us out. Y'all stay tuned to next week to the Red Lip Talk podcast. Mwah. We rolled that thing.